This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 405. The 405th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a pull list priorities. I'll be going over the future books, the books of the future. Yes, the Final Order cutoffs, more specifically, the FOCs. If you don't get these books ordered, these here specific books that I'm going to talk about in this podcast. You don't get them ordered by the date mentioned, uh, which is going to be the 423. April 23rd is going to be the final order cutoff date here. Uh, Then they don't get printed. That's that's plain and simple. And then you get your your reprints, and you got to go to eBay, and and, uh, yeah, it's a pain in the the groin. There's also a... uh, uh, a bonus, or there better be a bonus perk to pre-ordering your books, and you usually get a discount in doing so. Even if it's 10, 15, 20%, I know there's big shops out there that could do up to 40%, depending on how much you spend. It's, uh, yeah. No, it, 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 people ask, oh, how do you, how do you afford all these books? You know, how do you read so much? Well, it's because I pre-order everything, and that discount adds up. It really does. I mean, you pre-order your books, you're getting a 20% discount, you know. I mean, every sixth book you buy is kind of free, if you think about it that way, you know. And if you're a speculator, when you get a book for free, all that profit... Mar- I mean, you see what I'm saying here? You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to dive right into this now. Um, we're going to start with uh, Lunar Distribution. 
Uh, Lunar is going to cover your uh, your DC books and a, a few other indie publishers out there. So yeah, well, let's 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 do it. Uh, Batgirls number eighteen due to be ordered by April twenty third, this coming Sunday from the release of this episode. Uh, on it, you still got Jorge Corona on the A cover. There's a David Marquez B cover. Uh, Crystal Kung AAPI Heritage Month cover, 1 in 25 by Robbie Rodriguez, Bad Girl coming in hot, ah, ba 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 ba, lots of trades here, ah, here we go, Batman Superman World's Finest number 15, there is some jangalang to this, and that's, that's street talk for, it's a key, sorry, I'm stalling as I pull up my information again, um, yeah, no, there was a... Uh, is it a first cover appearance, I believe? Let me see here. Yeah, first cover appearance of Ultramorpho. That's what you're looking at there if you're, you're, uh, you know, you have a visual. And I apologize, there is no YouTube, Facebook live stream this week on this. Uh, wind's blowing like a son of a bitch here in Golden. And internet's been shoddy all day. Again. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, more to this Batman Superman World's Finest number 15, though. There is possible first appearance in here. Uh, new Mazo. Yeah. So, uh, I know DC spec is, you know, few and far between. It's very rare that, you know, a DC book... Yeah, well, I mean, what, since Punchline, really. And there's characters, I believe, that should deserve, like, heat on their books like uh the, the first heartless you know uh the uh, and nightwing so yeah i don't know um but i i do believe their day will come you know and like i said if you're somebody that's you know looking to pinch a couple pennies off of these two or three months on a hold and all of a sudden the demand's not or the, the supply's not quite as much there you know, and you got other, you know, straggling, <clears throat> how you say, uh, uh, speculators. You know, just, just uh, aiming for those books. So, I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, as a comic book retailer and seller myself, um, although, like I said, that website, ugh, I'm trying to get a hold of somebody, damn it. But anyway, I digress. You do hold on to these, you know, potential key books, and if you don't want to wait for the the book to ever hit its day, wait to see if it ever does have its day, and you just want to play into, you know, the the people that do have faith the book will have its day, just give it a few months' time, and you will be able to unload them, um, and, you know, you're pre-ordering, you're getting them for a discount, even if you sell them for cover price, you still make small profit off of that, but I do believe... Books like this have the potential to go for a few dollars over cover very easily. Maybe not right off the bat, because not a lot of people have, you know, a whole lot of faith in DC spec. But first cover appearances, the character, you know, Ultra Morpho, if he, if he decides to be something. And people are loving this Dan Moore run, so you never know. Um, there's also a Daniel Sampier B cover on this, a 1 in 25 Walter Simonson and Laura Martin cover, uh, a 1 in 50, damn, it's got Batman Beyond on there, what is that, like Superman Beyond or something, who the fuck's that supposed to be, 
Nice. See, that could be something, huh? That could be something. And one in 50? What is that? Who is that? I mean, it looks like a... Hmm. Could be a like a Superman Beyond type of situation. I don't know. He looks aged. He's not doesn't have like a Superman costume, but he's got that Clark Kent and curl. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, we got Black Adam number eleven. Look at John Jang getting the A cover. My man, my man. If you don't know who John Jang is, go back and listen to that episode, that Creator Corner I did with him. He's the nicest guy on the fuck planet, and he is an absolute beast of an artist. Oh, holy shit! I look at him getting A covers. Fuck a variant. Fuck a store exclusive. I mean, don't fuck them, but bro, got that A cover. <laughs> uh, there's an Eddie Barrows and uh, Eber Ferreria. Wait, no, hold on. Eddie Barrows, Eber Ferreria is that one name? And Matt Herms B cover on that one. And we got a Daniel Bayless C cover. One in 25, done by Juanjo Lopez, I believe is how you say that. Juanjo? There you go. That looks pretty rad. Almost has like a little bit of a Kyle Hotz type of vibe to the the darks in there. I dig it. Oh, we've got Catwoman number 55. Hmm. Who's that other kitty right there? That other kitty. Huh. And then Sweeney Boo getting the B cover. Dan Panosian getting the C cover. That's pretty cool. Blow that up. Meow, 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 meow. I'm not gonna. <laughs> you know the song. Uh, Frank Cho on that D cover. God damn, the AAPI Heritage Munch. Munch. Month. <clears throat> Fucking A. Uh, one of 25, done by Ryan Gonzalez. See, I really do like that Lunar gives me their incentive covers here. I wish DC, or uh, Diamond Previews World did that. I mean, I know there's places I can get it, but it's just not as aesthetically pleasing to go through as far as the list. I like how Previews World's set up. They just need to put their damn incentives in there. Um, one in 50 done by Dan Pinos. Yeah, I said that. I like it. Uh, we got Cyborg, number number one. Donna DC, done by Morgan Hampton and Tom Rainey. What do we got going on here? When a family emergency brings Cyborg back home to Detroit, Victor Stone surprisingly finds himself enjoying his return to the simpler life, where everybody sees him for who he really is and always was, rather than a larger-than-life superhero. It's been a while since Vic's been able to lower his guard and seek a purpose outside of being cyborg 24-7, but a lot has changed in Detroit while Victor's been away. An aggressive new company is turning the Motor City into an overclocked engine for revolutionary artificial intelligence, and no one knows better than cyborg that technological transformation always comes at a steep human price. Fucking A. There you go. Look at him running out there on the football field on that A cover. Oh, man. B cover done by Tom Rainey. C cover, Jorge Corona. Very nice. Uh, 1 in 25 done by Nicholas Draper Ivy. And there is a design variant on that as well. We all know what Cyborg looks like. 
Uh, Jorge Corona getting the 1-in-50 design. Nice. Very good. Uh, Fables, number 159. It's approaching the 162 or 162nd and final issue milestone there. They just decided they are going to do a few more chapters, call it quits. Um, I, I wouldn't call it quits as much as finishing it. But you got to admire when a book that, you know, just didn't finish properly comes back and they're like, all right, here's those last 12 issues. Make it all make sense. I do like that. Uh, Flash number 799. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, We got Tar and Clark on the A cover. Was that granny goodness? Uh, Mike Perkins and Mike Spicer on the B cover. So I'm just taking that in. That's pretty cool. Uh, Ethan Young on the C cover. The one in 25 is done by Edwin Galman. And let's see here. The one in 50. Oh, that's the it's the virginized variant of the A cover. I like it. I like it. Uh, Metal Shark Bro trades being printed again. Cool. I like it. Uh, what's Neverender? Who's that out of? Sumerian Press, the third and final issue of the micro series. It is Never Ender, the final duels, due to be ordered by Sunday the twenty third. Get them. Uh, uh, what's Pop Scars? Who's that? Who's doing Pop Scars? More Sumerian Press. Pop Scars number three of a six part mini series are due to be ordered by Sunday. A few covers to choose from on that. Whoa. That C cover's cool. I I get Sam Keith-esque type of vibes. I mean, not nearly as refined, but I dig it. It's like lowbrow, kind of. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, There's more. I know there's more. Come on. Uh, Rick and Morty presents Maximum Overture. It's a one-shot. A couple covers to choose from there. Uh, Superboy, Man of Tomorrow, number two. Simone DeMail getting the B cover. I think there's something to this. Um, wait, no, this isn't the one where he's going to... Uh, Alright, Clark Kent was captured by the young space adventuring team, the Cosmeteers. On a mission to stop Dominator X, these former experiments believe Superboy is just another weapon created by the cloning mad scientist. It'll take all of Connor's charm... To convince them that he's one of the good guys. Or it's lights out for Superboy. Doubt it. But, uh, huh. Alright, I mean, possibility of new characters being introduced. But, more than likely they're going to be... Well, I don't know. I mean, if they think he's a bad guy, that would make them good guys, right? The Cosmeteers? Could be something to that. We shall see. Uh, we've got Superman number four introducing the Kryptonite Claw. What is this? Superman is vulnerable to Kryptonite. Duh. But what happens when the other dangerous superhumans are exposed to it? If Superman wants to stop Metop- Metropolis's newest enemies, the Kryptonite Claw, I would imagine, 
he must uncover Lex Luthor's secret plans. Fucking duh, pick this one up. I don't know. I mean, might not. I wouldn't say it's going to be like a major key or anything like that, but, you know, it could be something. Could be, I mean, the Kryptonite Claw just sounds cool. I mean, it's kind of got like Infinity Stone action going on there. I don't know. I mean, we all know how the Infinity Gauntlet, you know, just the first appearance of that became a thing. So, mm-hmm, right there on the cover. That's pretty cool. Who is that? Uh, then we got a uh, Gabriel Rodriguez cardstock variant. Oh, the Miko Suyong. Let me blow that up. Oh, looks like Bizarro. Is that Bizarro? Yeah, it is because it's backwards. Nice. That looks pretty awesome. I like that cover a lot. Miko's a monster. Uh, Nathan Serdzi getting the uh, the D cover there. I'm not sure who that character is. It's obviously like a Black Adam type of character, but I don't know. Uh, 1 in 25 done by Pamela Hoogeboom. What a fucking name. And I don't mean that in any disrespectful way, but at all. I mean, it's a compliment. Hoogeboom? That's fucking rad. Very Disney type of art going on here. Hmm. Once again, that's not a uh that's not a slight. I mean look at Trish Forstner. You know? Uh I, I dig it. I dig it. Well, well oh the one in fifty there it just keeps going, sorry. The one in fifty's fucking awesome. Old people are gonna like that one. <laughs> I said's it. Uh the one in one hundred is the virgin. Well, semi-virgin variant. It still says, and it's got minimum trade dress, we'll call it that. The minimum trade dress variant of the A cover featuring, once again, the kryptonite claw. Uh, it, it keeps going, people. It goes beyond the 1 in 100. Not so much as incentives, but let's see what the price point on this one is. $8? Yeah. I didn't think this was going to be anything less than $6. Uh, the Libremejo foil variant. Holy fuck. I mean, at $8, yeah, it's pricey, but this is going to be one of those covers that you'll be able to sit on for two or three months and then sell it for $10, $12, $15 easily. And like I said, if you're getting it, if you're pre-ordering it, um, then, yeah. No, I... I whew. Especially if you're a shop getting it at $4 a piece. Fuck Yeah. Hoard some of those bitches. Back issue, baby. Uh, I said it. <clears throat> oh, this is an obviously big, duh, pickup. <clears throat> Sorry about my throat. Oh, man, I'm excited about this one. I was never a Titans reader. Uh, but Tom Taylor doing the Titans, you bet your ball sack. I'm 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 picking this up. Like this this is gonna be amazing. Just like how Tom Taylor made me a fan of reading Super, a subscriber to Superman, a fan of well at least John. Um, yeah, I I, I I it's not that I don't like any members specifically at all of the Titans. I just never really got into them. 
but we all know how we write some Nightwing, and I can't wait. I, I can't fucking wait. So essentially, there's no more Justice League. So now uh, the Titans gotta take shit over, and you know, it's, it's <laughs> being that they never really gotta be Justice League members. You know, fucking a, fucking a. I mean, I guess there are probably maybe brief moments that. I don't know. Was Nightwing ever really part of the Justice League? I don't think so. I mean, well, Cyborg. Yeah, so never mind. But, you know, Beast Boy was never a member of Justice League. Not that I can recall. Oh, definitely pick up Titans. I, 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 I'm sure new awesome stuff is going to come out of this series. I don't... Yeah, totally. There's a Jim Lee variant... Fucking duh. You're obviously picking that up. That is so jimly. I like it so much. Uh, Jen Bartel getting the the <laughs> bite wing. <laughs> getting the C cover there. We got a blank card stock on the D. Dan Mora's getting the 1 in 25. Just doing Dan Mora things. Simone DeMeo's getting the 1 in 50. Yeah, it's like the Power Rangers artists are all coming together here. Uh, there's a 1 in 100. So that looks like a full virgin variant of the A cover. Oh, uh, we've got the Vigil, number one. So, done by Rom V. You know, there's more, you know, part of the Donna DC thing going on here. This is a six-part miniseries. You know, there's, there's a lot of... Uh, you know, this whole Donna D thing sparking, you know, creating new characters, and we're getting one sh- or not one shots, but um, first solo series and things like this. So, yeah, no, I think this book has long term potential for sure. Absolutely. Um, Lalit Kumar Sharma doing the art. You know, I'm not familiar with that name, but that's a good thing. You know, I gotta love it when an artist has the opportunity to get discovered. Uh, what do we got for covers here? Namit Malavia getting the B cover. Oh, that's colorful. I like that. That's cool. It's kind of got like a cyberpunky, you know, matrixy type of feel to it. Very vivid. Very, very vivid. Uh, the AAPI Heritage Month variant. Who's that? Pop Mon? On the artist on that one. All right. Uh, one in twenty-five done by Anand RK. Right, kind of got like a whole like uh, CSI type of vibe going on there. I don't know what you would call it. A true crime type of situation. Uh, 1 in 50, we're getting a uh, uh, what a design variant. Always popular amongst uh, new characters, you know? 1 in 50 at that, so probably not going to be... Well, number 1, it might be more highly printed. The 1 in 50 might be more sought after. But going forward, the number 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 1 in 50 design variants. Keep your eyes on those. Uh, but I think, you know, a lot of it might not necessarily have to do with print run, but as far as, like, how, how, how well they enjoy the character being featured on this design variant. You know? Still a lot to be determined here. Now we've got Wonder Woman also approaching seven, or not approaching. Well, I guess technically approaching seven hundred ninety-nine. Oh yeah, uh, Becky Cloonan, Michael W. Conrad, bunch of other various artists and creators on there. Nice. Um, yeah, Wonder Woman. 
799. Uh, oh, that Raza variant. That one's going to be popular. Right now, I don't know. That's the one that I feel like I'm going to be ordering the most of. Just waiting. Aging them, baby. Fine wine. People are going to want this cover. Wonder Woman fans are going to want this cover. Has Raza done a Wonder Woman cover yet? I don't think so. Not that, I, not that I've seen. That's beautiful. It's just... That's that's really awesome. Uh, Terry Dodson and Rachel Dodson getting the C cover. The 1 in 25 done by Chris Delara. Uh, 1 in 50 virgin variant. Yannick Paquette. And that's how we're going to wrap out... Wrap out? Everett... Wrap up DC and the Lunar Books due to be ordered by the 23rd this week, people. I'm telling you, don't sleep on it. You know, uh, in highlights, uh, that Wonder Woman 799B Raza cover, definitely something. Um, the Vigil, number one, uh, maybe even the B cover. Uh, Titans, number one, is an obvious fucking just add it to your list. Add it. It's you're you're. I don't see how you're not going to enjoy it. Superman number four, the A cover, and the one in one hundred foil cover. I think are the ones to get after there. Oh, even even the Bermejo foil cover as well. I think that's yeah, great great fucking variant. Absolutely beautiful variant. Any more highlights? I feel like there was another. Another one. Oh, yeah, Cyborg number one. Gotta like that. Oh, and then World's Finest. Uh, yeah. Yeah, DC. I mean, I, I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's not going to be hard to sell. Resell. Um, maybe not get over cover price for right off the bat, but like, I'm going to keep saying it. You know, and I, I say this because I experience it every, you know, I, I I'm not going to lie. You know, I went from selling new books, you know, the week of release and having a hard time getting rid of, rid of them for a discount price. And then two months later, I sell them like, fuck, people have no problem paying a dollar over cover for them because, you know, they're not as readily available. Um, so it just, yeah, if you can keep that cycle going, you could steady support your own, your own habit, you know? <laughs> Because this, we all know this. This uh, this hobby is not cheap. If you can make a couple extra bucks doing it, have like very little money coming out of pocket, then fucking a man, why not? You know, it's another reason. How do you afford it? Well, on top of my discounts, I also fucking I don't like to use the term flip. You know, I like to say you know supply. <laughs> I supply these as well. Carrying on talking about diamond distribution now, uh, we are going to start at Xenoscope once again, due to be ordered by the 23rd. We've got Man Goat and Bunny Man 2023 special. Fuck yeah, Man Goat and Bunny Man. Come on. How are you not picking that up? Uh, there's a. Oh, I don't have an image of the B cover there. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking about Xenoscope, so it's going to be a lot of. Uh, a lot of sexy covers there. Oh, look at the Dr. Seuss type of homage happening. Ooh, that's a 1 in 10. Nice. See? 
I don't know. Might be something too. I mean, it's going to be a niche collector, but someone's going to pay. Definitely will pay for that. Uh, from Whatnot, we've got Quested, number six. few covers to choose from there. We've got The Exiled, number four. That's a Wesley Snipes joint. Oh, look at the Aliens homage. I dig it. I dig it. Bunch of covers here because it's Whatnot. I'm not going to you know, go through all of them, but yeah. But when you went to one of them with the, 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 the DC, yeah, well, I know DC might put out, you know, five or six covers a piece, but they don't have nearly as many titles, so, yeah. Uh, and some of these put out like nine covers a piece. Shut up. <laughs> Scout. From Scout Comics, Bones of the Gods number six, sixth and final issue of that little series. Or at least that part of the series. Uh, we've got By the Horns, Dark Earth, number nine. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, uh, what was that? Puck Artist? Puck Artist? And Myth of Color, number one. This looks like it's a young adult. Maybe not young adult, young reader. It's a nonstop thing, so we're going to do issue number one and then uh, finish the rest of it, or produce the rest of it in trade format. That's what that means. Uh, anything happening with Oni Press? Yep. Uh, Rick and Morty number five. There you go. Couple covers there. Oh, it's the, oh, that's right. I forgot they just launched an ongoing again. Scrolling and IWA. Just one. One series, one cover. Red Zone number three. People loving that AWA stuff, man. From what I've read, I've enjoyed it quite a bit myself. From Aftershock, same thing. One cover, one series. Fear of a Red Planet, number four. Get it ordered. Get it ordered. From Ablaze, we have Mighty Barbarians, number two. Four covers there. Oh, cool. Look at the X-Men number one homage. (laughs) I like it. See, that one might do something. That one has some collectability to it, for sure. Classic, iconic cover homage. Easily distinguish which cover it is. Alright, we're already on to Boom. From Boom Studios, we've got... uh... Oh, Grimm is doing... Is it a six-pack? I believe it's a six-pack. No, it's five. They're calling it the Reaper Pack. So, yeah, five, five brand new exclusive covers. Um... (laughs) <laughs> all of them by Dave Johnson? Yeah, all of them by Dave Johnson. Neat. He's a busy guy doing the same book. It's got to be exhausting. Shout out to him. Um, yeah, no, Grim. I, I still stand by the fact that this is going to be a very, very collectible series. Um, and it's just more, more prints of number one, more variants. Um... Yeah, I I get at it, man. I have 40 bucks pre-order it and get a little bit off of that. It it adds up. I mean, 20%, 32 bucks, you know. Uh House of Slaughter number 15, few covers on that one. Quite a few actually. Uh Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 108. Couple covers there. Mhm. Uh we've got Mosley number 4. I fucking love Rob Guillory. Uh, two covers on that one to choose from. 
Seasons Have Teeth, number two. It's a four-part miniseries, couple covers there. Uh, we've got Vampire Slayer, number 14. That's Buffy, baby. Two covers on that one. So we've got some Boom Staples. No new number ones out of Boom this week, though. Mm, right on. Uh, let's see what's happening over at Dynamite. Oh, Elvira in Monsterland, baby. That's right, David Avalone. Hey, I was just on the Writer's Black Writer's Block podcast as a guest. Uh, if you don't know what the Writer's Block podcast is, I suggest you check it out. Um, it, it's <laughs> it's a roundtable of creators, just and it's hosted by Ryland Grant and David Avalone and. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, they've they've been on here, Rylan Grant, six times now. Um, just so goddamn entertaining. So, I mean, they're just so sharp, man. I, 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 I envy their, I wish I had their brains. They're, they're just so goddamn sharp. So, yeah, check out the Writer's Block podcast. And, like I said, on that note, David Avalone. Elvira in Monsterland. I cannot wait. I'm not... uh, (laughs) There's going to be so many great things happening in this story. In this series. You just... If you're... Whether you're an Elvira fan or a monster fan. You're... It's just... It's got... (laughs) He's got so many amazing ideas. So many amazing ideas. And in dynamite fashion. Shit ton of covers to choose from. Pick your poison. They're all good. They're all good. <laughs> Damn. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, dynamite. Just so it's not always about tits and ass. They do produce some some really good good stories as well. From IDW, we've got Catfight number one from Andrew Wheeler and Elias Krizias. I'm not saying it right. So they're describing this as John Wick meets Kill Bill. I feel like that's kind of the same thing. I feel like uh, John Wick was Kill Bill meets penis. Um, But, you know. (laughs) Yeah, no, it had a lot of potential. I mean, it could be fun. It could be a lot of fun. New creators, I'm not... I mean, I know... Um, Elias as an artist, but Andrew Wheeler, I'm not a hundred percent off the top of my head familiar with. So yeah, two covers to choose from there. We've got Star Trek annual due to be ordered by the 24th, third few covers on that one. Oh man. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Saturday morning adventures. Who's writing this? Eric Burnham drawn by Tim Laddie. Yeah, come on. Yes, for adults and children alike, because adults were children at 1.2, and that's when the turtles, <sighs> oh man, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, I like, I like IDW doing these Saturday morning adventures, they did it with D&D, um, the D&D Saturday morning adventures are selling well, I missed the spec on that one, people, um, uh, you never know with these Ninja Turtles. And, I mean, yeah, D&D has been around longer, I believe. Um, 
but uh, no, you can't compare fandoms as to who's bigger. Uh, you really can't. Um, it's so yeah, you can't wait on that. But shit, that's exciting. I'm very excited about that. I will be adding that one to my poll list. Uh, Dark Horse Comics. We've got Blue Book number four. It's a five-parter done by James Tinian the fourth. Uh, Tynan, whatever. Tiny Onion. Masquerade number five. Couple covers on that one. We've got Masters of the Universe. Masterverse wrapping up with the fourth issue there. Few covers to choose from. Miss Truesdale and the Fall of Hyperbia. Number one. Oh, it's a Mike Mignola thing. <laughs> so, yeah, one of those. A little mini series. A couple covers there. We've got Order and Outrage, number three. A little four-part miniseries. Two covers there. Star Wars, The Nameless Terror. Just one cover. Um, And I'm never going to not say you never know with Star Wars. You just never know. Um, If you're a speculator, it never hurts to have everything Star Wars on your pull list. Especially when they're not doing a cover reveal on a Thursday. As I'm recording this, at least. Uh, we've got Stranger Things, Tales from Hawkins, number two. A little four-part miniseries there. Oh, it's featuring the, <laughs> the, the, the bald guy that does karate. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, four covers on that one. Oh, look at him in his gi. He's doing karate. Fuck yeah. Karate, I'll kick your ass. Image. Image Comics. We've got Arcade Kings. Number one. It's a five-part miniseries done by Dylan Burnett. Mm Mm-hmm. Joe, a mysterious new face in Infinity City, has suddenly become the hottest new player at the Roundhouse. Arcade. Anyone can challenge him, but no one can win. But Joe's secret past is about to catch up to him. There's always a secret past when you're a new guy in town, people. There's always a secret past. Alright, cool. As a, I mean, gamers probably be all about this shit. I don't want to call it shit. That's bad phrasing. Bad phrasing. Um, but yeah, well, five-part miniseries. Image number one, baby. Uh, Dark Ride number six. I am loving Dark Ride so much. few covers to choose from there. Oh, the Riccardi variant is fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Oh, it's loud. Uh, giant Kokju. Kokju? Hmm? Did I just get beeped? Uh, number two. One, two, two covers there. It's a little three-part micro-series. We've got Gunslinger Spawn, number 20. couple covers there, quite naturally. Uh, Hexware wrapping up the sixth issue in that miniseries. Few covers. Uh, Ice Cream Man still growing strong with the 35th issue. Oh, that B cover is dope. Uh, I like that. See, it's got a very crumb type of style to it. Old school underground comics. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, Immortal Sergeant, number five. Mm-hmm. That's a nine part series. Uh, Junk Rabbit getting a uh, a second printing on that first issue. Mm. I made sure I picked up a couple issues of Junk Rabbit. I'm pretty sure I told you to as well. Uh, 
Last Barbarians, number four. A few covers on that one. Shit, five covers? They're also similar to... Well, not all of them, but... Yeah. Uh, Little Monsters, number 13. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Jeff Lemire. Oh, it's the uh, final issue. I'm about to say, are they doing a new arc? But 13 issues. They're going to wrap that one up there. People loving Little Monsters. People loving Little Monsters. Uh, no one, number one, getting a third printing. You heard it, baby. The number, I think the first printing's going 15, 20 bucks. I'm pretty sure Ken Moneybags over at the Ocho Duro, Duro Parlay Hour called that one. So, make sure you're listening to that show as well. ODPH, baby. Uh, no one, number three, due to be ordered this week. Few covers there. Uh, image, got a lot of stuff. Ordinary Gods, number 12. Is this the final issue? Yep, it is. The 12th and final issue of Ordinary Gods. And then lastly, from the indies on the FOC list this week, we've got Walking Dead Deluxe, number 63. So there you go. Um, now let's, let's talk about the Marvel books, huh? Let's see what's happening. Uh, from Marvel Comics, we've got Bishop War College, number four. A couple covers to choose from there. Uh, Daredevil and Echo getting a team-up miniseries. Ooh, hey, number one. Mm-hmm. Who's that on the B cover there? Oh, it's Echo. Okay. It is Echo. Moist. Uh, a few covers on this one, actually. Oh, Extreme Venomverse, number two. Definitely, I mean, some new Venom variants from uh, new universes to, you know, definitely keep your eye on. Let me see here. Try to find it. Yeah, we got uh, the Venom from the 1602 universe and Life Model Venom, whatever that is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that's Life Model Venom probably on the B cover there. Not entirely sure, um, but uh, on the A cover, there's looks like some Venom variants as well. Yeah, you never go wrong there. Uh, Peach Momoko getting a variant on this one. And I know I said last time, wow, I'm impressed uh, with the Samurai variant. I mean, I, off the top of my head, I don't see anything terribly wrong with this one. Looks like a Black Cat Venom type of crossover. I mean, it's, it's not bad. Well, I'll say that. See, I'm not an entire hater. I just don't like what's not good, is all. Oh, and Gwenum being featured on the C cover, done by Stegman. You know that's going to be a hot commodity. Definitely pick that up. Uh, Fury, number one. Oh, Nick Fury. Oh, Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Wait, let's see what it says here. Glamis Rogue Agent. Oh, yeah, Scorpio. That's what it is. There is a possible first appearance in here. A motherfucker named Scorpio. Action Thriller of Lifetime. His father. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fucking Nick Fury, baby. All of the Furies, it looks like. Oh, hey. Uh, what do we got for covers here? Del Mundo getting a cover. Sammy getting a cover. Nice. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy number one getting a second printing. Oh, neat. Uh, Hollow's Eve number three due to be ordered by Sunday. Uh, Scotty Young 
getting a variant on that one. Hellcat number three, couple, oh, it's like one, two, three covers there. Uh, this facsimile that I'm about to mention here, I am very excited about because I do not have one, is Iron Man number one. Yes. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Order the, buy the facsimiles. I think you're silly if you don't, you know? Unless you're a baller, you know? Yeah, nothing wrong with facsimiles at all. Uh, we've got New Mutants Lethal Legion number three due to be ordered by Sunday. A couple covers there. Uh, Spider-Man 2099 Dark Genesis. Anything can happen in these books. You never know what, you know version of a Spider-Man 20, or, yeah, of a any character, for that matter, variant, could pop up. Uh, Star Wars, Darth Vader, black, white, and red. Uh, very, very excited about this one. David Pepo's doing a Darth Vader story. Darth Vader, if you listen to this podcast, you know he is my favorite, period, just of anything. So, yeah, having Pepos and Jason Aaron team up, oh man, maybe not necessarily team up, but each get their own individual stories, that's a fucking dream, dream issue, gotta love it, bang bang, double the buck, uh, there's a sweet La Roca variant as well, uh, Star Wars High Republic number 10, yep, once again, say it again, you never know with Star Wars, uh, Storm, number one, there is going to be a first appearance at the, well, at least a cameo appearance, uh, what the fuck, uh, god damn it, I, I had, I had it, I had it, uh, Blowback, Blowback is the name of that character, that we'll potentially see, like I said, it could be just a cameo, you never know, but Storm, number one, having some, uh, some potential for sure. Art germ getting a variant too, so Baro. <laughs> Sweet. It's electric. On oh, the icon variant. Very, very cool. I like that. I like that. I always like the black and gold costumes. Uh Nick Klein getting a Stormbreakers variant. Just bangers for variants on this series. Uh Thor number thirty four. Mm-hmm. A few covers to choose from there, including a Spider-Verse variant. <laughs> what does that look like? Javier Garon. <laughs> I mean, I don't... <laughs> sure. It's, it's not very... I mean, you can't just put a Spider-Man mask on Thor and put some spider webs around it and call it... Uh, but you know what? <laughs> It looks good with the beard. I like it. I don't hate it. Uh, Warlock Rebirth, number two. Uh, something happened in that issue, number one. Mm-hmm. And there she is on the cover there. So we're looking like a first cover appearance of uh, Eve Warlock. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely, definitely, definitely pick that up. People will be wanting it. Uh, looks like a, uh, it says Stormbreakers variant, alright, yeah, more, more Guardians of the Galaxy Stormbreakers variants, and uh, just a whole bunch there, a whole bunch of covers, and then uh, wrapping it all up, we've got Excellent, number three, with two covers to choose from there, 
So there you go, people. Those are the FOC books. I've warned you. If you end up paying over cover price after these books come out, um, then I don't know. You have to go leave me a five-star review under a new account name. You have to go create a new account and leave me a five-star review. Um, Google pod or not Google podcast review, Apple review. That's it. And we're, you know, just doing a virtual handshake on that. Um, if you find yourself paying over cover for any of the books that I mentioned on this podcast, then you have to leave me an Apple podcast review and in it say, Brian was right. That's all you gotta say is Brian was right. That's it. And, uh, I'll tell you what, if you screenshot me that, 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 uh, (laughs) <laughs> that review when that happens it's gonna happen well i don't know May, not to say that my listeners you know don't have that kind of integrity uh maybe they're just too proud let's put it that way you send me proof that you sent that review that said brian was right um then i i i will compensate you i will i will send you a comic of some sort that is my deal to you. Um, yeah. You never know what that comic could be. could be anything. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I, there's, I, there's, <laughs> there's good stuff that will be going for over cover, cover price in the future that's coming out this week that I mentioned. Um, that's why you're listening, right? You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Uh, so, yeah, I you know no, no, no thanks for listening. I, I I really do appreciate it. I don't take your listenership for granted at all. Um, you know, tell a friend, tell a friend about this. Tell you know, I mean, I mean just but you know what you're not allowed to do those. Don't tell anybody else about these little secrets we shared, unless it's another listener of the podcast. This is our secret between you know me and my followers. Use guys, you know, because if this all this gets blabbed out, then everybody's gonna buy it. And, I mean, not that that's a bad thing. I want these creators to make as you know as the highest sales as they can. But let's face it, <laughs> we, we, you know, sometimes sometimes secrets can make friends. So, um, but we're gonna share it, right? Or not share it? Not share it. First rule of Polis Priorities Club is. You tell people about Polis Priorities, you just don't talk about what you heard in it. I know, it's a long rule. I just made it up. Uh, I I think that's going to do it, folks. I really do appreciate you listening. And and, uh, remember, hit up 307nerdsforever.com and use code CHEERS at checkout. Save yourself some money off already discounted books. You know what I did last week, people? You know that Spider-Man number 7? Well, my orders did not get fulfilled. I talked all that shit. You know, I called it. I fucking called it. I told you. I fucking told you. Um, and uh, I didn't get any myself. But I went to Nerds Forever and got them for cover price. Not only I got them for the homie price. Um, <laughs> and he was selling them. I mean, they're, they're, they're cover price. Go get them. I don't doubt there's any left at this point. <laughs> But if you are a regular, you know, Nerds Forever customer, you 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 would have already been there. Maybe maybe that's who I'm talking to right now. Maybe you're one of those people. I don't know. 
Uh, I know I wasn't a dick and didn't buy everything he had. You know, I left some because I'm not a dick. You do the same thing. If you're going to be a shelf dweller, pick up a couple. A couple at most. Um, yes, I got three. But <laughs> hey, they weren't off the shelf. You know, uh, there was a honey hole. There's a honey hole. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. 307nerdsforever.com. Use code CHEERS at checkout. Uh, I promise you won't regret browsing through their inventory. You're going to find something. You're going to find something. I just, I do every time. I do every time. And I'm a retailer myself. So, there you go. All right. I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Uh, You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.